Horror. everybody, welcome to Countdown to Infinity, to Infinity and Beyond, where we're taking a poorly supervised trip around Europe for Spider-Man Far From Home. I am Ray Russo, and I have with me, as always, Chris O'Connor. For science and witchcraft. Science and witchcraft. And Becca Raybergen. The adults in this movie need adults. <laughs> they need adultier adults. Yes. So, yeah. it, we've come to the last movie that's been out. Uh, this has been quite a journey, guys. What a journey. So many steps. Thousand miles? Something like that. Couple stamps in your passport. Hey, there you go. That's the metaphor I should have tried to continue. Good job picking it up for me. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. So coming off of Endgame, this is like, you know, we just had that big epic finale and now it's like, okay, what do we do now? Uh, (laughs) Um... Comic Sans. <laughs> yeah, Comic Sans. <laughs> well, you had the you have the little excursion to Mexico first. Yeah, for first first we uh you know we 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 cut in on that you know that uh, the awesome pretty Sony lady statue um and then uh and then that turns into a Madonna outside a uh, a little just brutalized Mexican village and uh and and our first look at uh Nick Fury and Maria Hill in a while. I did I did miss Fury and Hill teaming up together. Yeah, so so you know the devastated village uh you know just it's just oh, awful. And then uh you know the the but the monster is still there and like you get that first like iconic look of you know the Mysterio costume. And, you know, all of us, you know, who like, you know, read the comic books or, or watched the animation is like, oh, it's Mysterio. This is all bullshit. He's lying out of his <laughs> And it kind of surprised me how many people I saw this movie, like, uh, you know, my wife for, for one and a number of friends who like weren't really up on Spider-Man villains outside mm-hmm. of like what had already been in the movies. Like they knew the Green Goblin, they knew Venom. Um, but a number of people that I saw this movie with or saw this movie around the same time, you know, when it came out were, were, they did not know, they didn't really know that Mysterio was the bad guy. <laughs> I mean, Part of me is like, oh my god, how did they not know? But also part of me was just like, yeah, no, most people are not as well-versed. Right. Like, these movies reach a much wider audience than the comics reach. Mm-hmm. But I went and I looked, because I'm like, I know Mysterio is an OG villain for Spider-Man, but I didn't know, like, how OG? One of the earliest. No, issue number 13 of Amazing wow. Spider-Man. 13. And his his tricks and his effects are such crap. 
<laughs> Welcome to my funhouse. I glued the furniture onto the ceiling to trick you into thinking you're upside down. <laughs> It's so bad. I feel like maybe, maybe he's gone through some technological upgrades since issued over the years. (laughs) Oh yeah, yes, yeah. He's he's a lot better at it now than than he was then. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah. So we smash from that, and then we get Whitney Houston playing over the uh, Marvel Studios intro. Yeah, anybody else want to sing it? Anybody sing it? No, no, no one's singing it. No, I'm not doing it. that. I'm not doing that to our right, I, I won't sing it either. I'm not going to do that to anybody. Nobody wants to hear that. You got that, like, as you said, this really sad montage with Comic Sans in memoriam. It's such a high school yeah. thing, and I love it. Yeah. But this, so, so, one of my big nitpicks in this movie is that Tony Stark is dead, and he still manages to eat the entire film. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. oh. this is not oh, a Spider Man movie. This is Iron Man Four designed disguised as a Spider Man. <laughs> and like even in this montage, Tony gets two pictures. Everyone else yeah, has one. Tony gets two. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, when I was taking notes for this, I, I didn't quite realize how many times they have pictures of him up in this movie. It's, it's everywhere. That's a it's lot. Everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. That little, that little bit is like everywhere I look I see his face. Well, I mean, you know, we'll get to it, but it's like, yeah. Everywhere you look, you see his face. And it's like, he's not it's, the only one yeah. who died, guys. It's bad. They include, and notice they include Cap in the in memoriam. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because yep. he's Cause, presumed dead. He's gone. Yeah, he's just gone. He's just gone. And the Vision, the, I guess the high school cared about the Vision. That's good. Nice. How did they even um, know that the Vision was an Avenger? Like... He was seen in public. You know, he was involved in uh, the Sokovia stuff okay. and um, presumably other things. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was probably like documentaries and news pieces done at the Avengers compound. And it's like, hey, this is, you know, this, this, this here's, uh, this is the vision. He, oh, he's our a robot note. friend. I have a good note Let's... about documentaries later, but I'm going to hold that. But I kind of like the way that they use this scene to sort of kind of give you a end game for dummies. That if you solely are here to watch, like, solely here for the Spider-Man, this is what's happening. We're the same age, whereas Brad Davis is, like, five years older. Look at Brad Davis. Oh, my God, Brad. My favorite bit was the video of the kids dusting, like, half the kids dusting in the gymnasium. And then they come back. (laughs) Then they come back, and they're, like, the basketball players are running into the marching band. Thank you for showing us this because we wanted to know. Right. Yeah, how did this happen? There's, there's so much comedic gold in here to be found. Like, less so for the for some of the other people, but like running into the band is hilarious. But I have like part of me is just like it was so normal, the marching band on the day they disappeared. I'm like, there was a freaking alien attack going on outside. Were you were you really still having the marching band at school? Like yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the well, the alien attack thing did so. Oh, yeah, that did happen in New. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. it was up the Hudson. It, it absolutely happened in New York. There was right there, and Peter got off the school bus. So you know, they already had some missing kids, and you know, they were on a field trip or something. Yeah. I don't know. They were. I don't uh, know. The field crazy. trips this school takes are weird. Yeah, I mean, like I get that it's a special school, not a special school, but like a an academically school. inclined mm-hmm. school. Yeah, you have to you have to compete to yeah. get in. But it's still weird. 
Oh my god. Yeah. So everybody else, uh, I, I don't know if we talked about this on on uh, on uh, Homecoming, but did everybody else have one of these like in high school the 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 news channel for the school? Not mine. Where were we? <laughs> the end of um, the newscast. Well, they're getting ready for the trip, and Peter is go- launching into his six part plan to yeah. tell to MJ woo, that he likes to woo her. MJ. Yeah, uh, forget all that. <laughs> let's, but let's look, but look, he's gonna get her the the black dahlia, you know, necklace because of the murder. Because of the murder. Because of the murder. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it just kind of like warms my little heart. I'm like, oh, MJ's a murderino. Of course she would be. It would be kind of funny if, uh, like, MJ had an SSDGM mug or something. Yes. And so they're talking about the trip. Europeans love Americans. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> really? Are you sure? No. I love that no, he says, like, really? Tom Holland gets that line, and he's the British yeah, one. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. I liked it. <laughs> but, you know, MJ comes over, interrupting their, like, talk tells them to download a vpn so the government can't track them while they're abroad and i'm like Mm, good luck with that smart cookie girl she is telling them that she likes them in her special way (laughs) yes that is her her way of protecting her friends (laughs) she cares is the community may and the community thing next the homeless people thing yeah yeah Yeah. which is displaced homeless and displaced support um yeah which also touches on something that everyone was wondering. The family that moved into our apartment, like the wife thought I was the mistress. Like, oh, no. <laughs> what, a, what a humorous scenario. And like, she's doing such a great job, like talking the crowd and like, she's really relaxed and having a great time out there. And then it's like, okay, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Sound less like a child, Peter, I dare you. <laughs> yeah, stage, stage fright, Spidey. They go backstage and happy kind of, they're like, high-fiving each other, hyping each other up, and Happy comes running in. Well, but even before that, like, he immediately gets backstage and just, like, turns off the mask. And, and, like, you know, it comes back on quickly at all, but I'm like, man, you are way too, like, casual with how much... I have that mentioned a few times in my notes. (laughs) Yeah, it happens a few times in this movie where he's just, like, super cash about that uh, secret identity thing. I'm like, buddy, you're gonna get caught. (laughs) You're, you're, You're gonna get caught. <laughs> but yes, and then Happy shows up with the giant check, five hundred thousand dollars. The blip beard guys, yeah, the blip yeah, beard. And I just sat beard. there. I'm like, when this movie came out, nobody knew how relevant this was going to be because I don't know. I know so many people who grew beards during the pandemic. Yep, because it just like wasn't What's the point. <laughs> What's the point? Which, uh, yeah, blip beard is a morning beard. Yeah, that would make sense. Just like, I'm in a period of, period of mourning for half of life on Earth. Let me just grow this out forever until I get over it. Oh, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So there's some weird tension between Happy and May. It's perfectly understood. It is. It's not weird at all. It's hilarious tension. <laughs> but it's weird It's weird for Peter, yeah. who's like, wait a second. He's, he's like suddenly uncomfortable in this situation. Yeah. Ew, grown-ups. Grown-ups, smoochies? Ew, no. <laughs> this is one of the things that I like about their decision to cast Aunt May young- younger. Like, because, you know, all the other Spider-Man movies, Aunt May has been like, you know, well, my grandma's she progressive. Age. She progressive. Well, uh, Not, except for Sally, Sally Field. Field. Except for Sally, Sally Field. Sally Field was. So it was a, it was a progressively, like, yeah. younger, you know, like, um, um, oh. Benjamin Button. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, she's definitely been doing that. It's like 20 years each time. She was like, you know, in her 70s and then in her 50s and now in her, well, 40s. I mean, actually, yeah. Marissa Tomei might be 50 now. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Nick Ferry's going to call you. <laughs> Very casual. You know, no big deal. Yeah. It's going to call. You better answer. Oh, yeah. It's an, uh, yeah, it's a, you know, it's an anonymous number. Yeah, obviously, yeah. that's him. It's not, not spam. <laughs> not spam at all. That's how it goes. So every time the, the unknown pops up on my phone, it's actually Nick Fury calling me? Absolutely. <laughs> and he wants to talk to you about your auto warranty. Uh, and your social security I, information. I, you know what? Those are, those two scams, I actually engage with them. I like talking to those people. Like with the, with the, the auto warranty one, mm-hmm. like I'll, I'll click through to get to a person. It'll be like, I'm blind and I don't have a car. And, you know, sometimes they'll just be like, oh, click off. And, but sometimes somebody will just be like, I am so sorry. I, uh, I'll take your name off this list. I'm like, yeah, sure you will. Whatever. So Peter sort of like panics and sends the call to voicemail. Yeah, and then he panics on stage. He's really not having a good night. Like, are you ready to take over for Tony Stark? <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, what? Why aren't people asking Rhodey these questions? Since Rhodey is the <laughs> one wearing one of Tony Stark's suits, and Rhodey has like rank and experience <laughs> and is a known quantity and is a member of the Avengers that like in good standing and not a child. Rhodey or Doctor Well, I suppose Doctor Strange is still sort of like on the down low as far as the the world is concerned. Um, let's see, who else? So Rhodey. Yeah, I mean Rhodey would be like the natural one. Falcon's mm-hmm. like not really doesn't really have a presence, does he? Maybe he does. Fal- yeah, I mean, no. Falcon has some, but he's off being the next Captain America. Also, you know, yeah. 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 Well, Fal- yeah, Falcon and Rhodey should definitely, they would be the ones they should be talking to instead of, uh, instead of Spider-Man. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Spider-Fetus. Especially because Spider-Fetus and Falcon both blipped. And Rhodey mm. was there yeah. for the fight. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's true. So Rhodey would be an established presence, like, even more Hell, so. The, uh, yeah, like, the world should know about, like, Captain Marvel, for God's sake. <laughs> At this point, yes! <laughs> yeah, they should know who she is. Ah, man. But yeah, he he definitely like just sounds like a scared kid, and he's like, "Bye." And he goes out and he stares at one like big graffiti thing of Tony. It's the first of many we'll see in this movie. Big, big mural. I haven't like, quite it's a, gotten the it's message a- yet. Is this movie about Tony Stark? <laughs> well, like kind of. This kind movie of. is about Peter being Tony Stark Jr., and I hate it. <laughs> With none of the money. No, he doesn't get any money. It's like, you're the next Tony Stark, and it's like, where's my billions? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know what? It, okay, fine. I'll be the next Tony Stark. May I please have a company now? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just the responsibility and expectations and none of the money? Cool, 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 cool. Let me just go back to my crummy secondhand apartment. But, you know, it's like... Totally cool, because he's about to go on vacation and just, like, get a break from everything. Yeah. yeah. He deserves it. Get hit with bananas and not notice. Because <laughs> his Peter Tingle's not working. Jesus Christ. I love that they're just <laughs> trolling us at this point. Because, like, they know that we know everything about Spider-Man. There's th- th- We're on the third incarnation of Spider-Man movies. Yeah, yeah. So this is why we get things like Peter Tingle. <laughs> 
You're Peter Tingle. <laughs> but I really just, the visual of him getting hit with the banana is hilarious to me. It's It's pretty great. I don't know why it's so funny. Let's see. So I guess like the fan wake explanation is that uh, he can d- he knows that it's not actually a threat. Are, that's what the fan wake explanation is. Yeah, that's, I mean that I makes think so. that makes sense. My thought was like his grief and guilt are messing up his spider senses. That's why you know that he... would be a better that would be like a better explanation. But I don't think they're they don't do enough with it. To... Well, my. Explanation for this comes up later in how he interacts with Mysterio and how he mm. how he's able sees to through the yeah. illusions and at first he can't because he's still stuck in this like place of feeling like he misses Tony and he's supposed to be the one to do it. He, like he's like his mind isn't clear. And like totally yeah. fair. He just witnessed a major influence in his life and person that he cared about die in front of him. So Yeah, Toasty Stark. You know. <laughs> But, like, he's packing up, and May tells him to pack the suit, and he doesn't. And the initials on the briefcase are It's his Uncle Ben's. Uncle it's Ben's. Uncle Ben's suitcase. And that just, yeah. I thought that was touching. It is. And it's fitting. You know, that's a, that's a thing. And I'm glad that they were able to keep a lot, you know, that uh, even though their apartment was presumably, you know, uh, auctioned off to somebody or something, or, like, re- you know, somebody was put in there as part of a program – their belongings were still put away in storage, you know, in an organized enough way that they could get that back. Probably kind of like the way that um, Scott's were, like the way Scott's were, because his stuff was all put in that one location. Oh, God, I'm imagining that, like, someone was, like, tasked with going into buildings and going apartment by apartment, and, like, (laughs) the ones that no longer had residents were being, like, packed up, everything was inventoried and put into storage. That was probably a big job. That was probably a yeah. big, big job. A big, shitty job. Uh, but then he's off and away on his trip, and they're all getting on the plane. And he and... wants to sit next to MJ. Oh, man, flying in planes. <laughs> Memories. But my absolute favorite part is, like, Flash is up there, and he's, like, drinking his little thing of champagne, and MJ <laughs> just has no... Ma'am, he blipped, so technically he's 16, not 21. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> I really enjoy Flash in this movie, just because, like, he's just an unrepentant Spider-Man fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> and a tool to Peter Parker. <laughs> that's what makes it so great. Exactly. You know? His fanboyness is really cute, and also, like, it feels very real to, like, you know, influencer teenager that he's yeah. trying to be. With like, his, that's what, his what brand. do we call his fans? The Flash Mob? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course. We do get, they're, they're all getting seated, and we do get Mr. Harrington and Mr. Dell, Mr. the two chaperones. Their husbands. The chaperones. Their husbands. The, these guys, oh, they're, they're doing so, they're, they're, they're trying they so are, hard throughout this movie. They are trying so hard. It's, And, like, yeah. Mr. Harrington is just having a really bad time of it. His wife pretended to blip. Ooh, that is bad. That is really bad. Although, you got to imagine that that happened a lot. <laughs> I am like imagining the levels of insurance fraud that could have happened during this time. Like, oh yeah, well, I mean, like insurance as an industry would just that would just explode and fall apart. Like that's yeah, that's one of those complex economic structures that would just 
one of those things that's only real because we agree it's real, and then as soon as we don't like challenge, yeah, it's gone. As soon as we challenge it, whoop. yeah, it's gone. It's just like, <laughs> eh, this is this this complex arrangement is is over. <laughs> it's like I, ma- I imagine like a globally certain currency completely lost all. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Oh yeah, all uh, all value. Uh, there's probably a oof, man. Anyway, but yeah, like Mr. Dell, Mr. Harrington, like uh, I, I suppose like um, I know like coming out of this movie, some people were like, oh, I didn't like the witch, you know, the the witch bit, and the, they weren't funny or whatever. I liked them. I'm just gonna that say was that hilarious. I, I like these two guys. I thought they did a good job, and I was I I, I mean, they didn't do a good job as chaperones. They tried, obviously, the characters, <laughs> but the actors oh, yeah. doing these these two parts as like the hapless sort of grown ups uh, that are there getting in the way of the fun. Uh, I thought they were fun. I liked them. And I think as like slightly older fans, we kind of understand them. Like, I really felt for. Uh, Mr. Harrington, just everything he did seemed to go wrong. Yeah. He just, he feels like your late 20s personified. I don't know why. <laughs> this Sounds trip legit. to Europe is not going the way I planned. <laughs> so Peter tries to like swap seats so he can sit next to MJ, but. Clever ruse. Clever ruse of. A perfume a allergy. Perfume. Yeah. And then the teachers take way too much stock in this and, like, rearrange everything. So Peter ends up sitting next to Mr. Harrington, and MJ ends up sitting next to Hunky Brad. Brad. And Ned ends up sitting next to Betty. I want to know what Brad went through. (laughs) I mean, that's one of those things, is, like, you got to imagine that the kids who who blipped the kids who uh sna- got snapped away and then came back probably have very little trauma associated with it but the kids who were still there and had like parents siblings friends die and be gone for five years and they're like trying to survive in a world where half the people are gone and all of the economic and cultural you know crap that we've been sort of uh skirting around the edges of is going on those kids are all messed up all of them anyways so as they're looking at the documentaries on the plane i paused it so i could see everything that was being offered yep which was a documentary called the snap by paul greengrass (laughs) finding wakanda (laughs) hunting hydra and a Nova special on Einstein Rosenbridges with Dr. Eric Selvig. He's doing all right. He's doing all right, Dr. Selvig. And Heart of Iron. Oh, yeah. And then the Tony Stark documentary. Heart of Iron, the Tony Stark story. We got to show his face again. <laughs> I want to know how much Robert Downey Jr. got paid for his likeness appearing in this movie. So uh, presumably movie. not zero. Yeah. Not zero. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. So then they they land in they land in Europe and ah man I so this is the first the second big mural is like right there at the airport right there's yeah. another Tony Stark mural right there and then uh, does he go to customs first or find out that uh, Ned and and Betty are now an item after being on the plane together it's kind of like all I at the same he, time yeah I think he finds out they're an item 
Which we're is... boyfriend girlfriend. <laughs> we're boyfriend okay. girlfriend. Okay. Oh, yeah, because the the turbulence and they they held uh-huh. hands and it was like, oh my goodness, this is so scary. Hey, babe. Yeah, thanks, babe. Honey. Yeah, babe. So annoying. Yeah, honey, babe. Okay, and then we get to my one of my favorite parts. <laughs> He's going through customs, and you know, there's the yeah. the, the, the the guards all around, and then the custom a- agent opens his suitcase and sees the Spider-Man suit, and she's like, you know, the banana is not a problem, but it's like, okay, wait a second, is the customs agent like, did she just ignore it and think it doesn't matter, or is she like, hello, Spider-Man, and welcome to Italy? She's probably seen some shit. <laughs> I mean, she's probably like, oh, great, a cosplayer. Uh, ah, yeah, there you go. That makes more sense. No banana. So, yeah. You're just here for the convention. Yeah. All right. All right yeah. <laughs> Not this. Yeah. No banana. I really, so I looked it up because I just wanted to know for certain, but they really did travel to film at all these locations, um, which, you know, made sense because Venice did look very Venice. like how I remember it. Yeah, I went to Italy, but I don't think I went to Venice. I went I went to Venice in a video game. <laughs> was it Assassin's Creed? Was it Creed? Assassin's Creed? Oh, hey, Jinx. Yes. <laughs> that does not count. <laughs> <laughs> Although those games are very accurate are. representations of the uh, the locations. Like I love I love that uh, you know, a couple of years ago that fire in Notre Dame, they're like, it's okay, we can rebuild it because the Assassin's Creed people yep. scanned everything. <laughs> they legit went, Hey, can we have your rendering? <laughs> As you see like the class on a boat in Venice, you can get kind of a look. You get a look at like how diverse the class really is. Yeah. And like that's what a class from Queens would actually look like. And there's actually a couple of like two notable things that don't they're notable because they don't stand out. You have one student who's a hijabi mm-hmm. and you have a transgender student. And neither of these things are like harped on or no one made a media circus about it really. They just are. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. But yeah, so they end up in this hotel that's like sinking already i wrote down uh these kids are going to get murdered <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the flooded hotel like the planks are there like he's not riding his footing it's like it's, it's all very authentic very it's a, it's fun it's fun this rundown hotel i like it and mr dell is just like we're gonna meet at the da vinci museum at three and i'm like what uh, andiamo what? How, how are you running this trip you just what <laughs> vamanos no it's andiamo <sighs> okay, uh, and then the the bit where he where he tries to take a selfie on the pier, and he's got the camera, and that doesn't look like a cheap camera. No. And like I I didn't I didn't no. zoom in to like take that a close a look, but camera. It, that was a very nice camera. It looks like a Leica, and Leicas are like nine thousand yeah. dollars. So whew. that is three times the amount I was thinking. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. it was the school's camera. <laughs> Which is kind of even worse. Which you'll be in trouble for nine thousand. Yeah. But also like the school the school wouldn't have a like I think that was his. I'm pretty sure it's his. I'm pretty sure he's like, I'm gonna go to Europe. I wanna take great pictures. I'm gonna get this famous I think like is German, this famous German camera, and I'm gonna take all these pictures and then he loses it. Maybe because there's no way he's getting that back. No. Nobody's gonna dive down there to get his camera. No. Oh, no. Jesus. Peter goes into the jewelry shop and gets the beautiful glass necklace which yeah 
He's trying to hide it when MJ comes running up to him about her newfound favorite word. Bo. 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 Which means what? She's like, what is- I don't know. Get out of my face. It's the anti-aloha. <laughs> Bo is my superpower. Yeah. And the guy like runs up and he's like, oh, Americans, you should buy this rose. And she's like, Bo. And he's like, oh. Well, he's like, well played. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, fair. Damn. Foiled again. But then there's, like, all the little crabs coming out of the water, and MJ stops to take a picture. And the water starts, like, receding. Yeah, and, and, and like, <laughs> this is, throughout, like, this, well, it was, like, right around this time, like, we, uh, during her talk about Bo, when you, if you're paying attention, you know, like, it's your third or fourth watch of the movie, like, you could start to see some of Mysterio's, uh, his buddies in the background. Like, I, I don't know. There, there, there are a couple of them in there, like you know, throughout, and I'm pretty sure there's more like spread even more throughout. But, but like I noticed some like going up the steps and like in the background, it's like I know that guy. <laughs> we see that guy again later. Hmm. <laughs> Intriguing. The Mysterio team is in action. Yep. But um, so the Water Titan, Water Elemental, as we later learn, Hydro Man, Hydro Man. I said Titan because. These whole elementals just remind me of the Titans from Hercules. Legit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're that like aesthetically, like that is kind of what they are. But I think like, um, aren't these all? Uh, these are all old school Spider Man uh, villains. I think there's Hydro Man and Molten Man uh, is like the fire guys, like Molten Man, and then um, they didn't get into it. But I think one of them was kind of like Sandman, like the the cloud with a face thing was supposed to be kind of Sandman. There was like know. a rocky sort of one mm-hmm. in the beginning. Any hoozles. Yeah. Any hoozles. Yeah. Spider-Man has had some weird villains. <laughs> yeah. Things things that don't really work more when you think about them too hard. Yeah. Well, Peter did manage to have his web shooters on him. Yeah. Although it was like, why don't hey, and Ned's like, why don't you have your costume? Yeah. I'm on vacation. But he tries to web the water, and I'm just like, dude, did you really think that was going to do anything? What else is he going like, to do? That's like his thing. He's a, he's a scientist. <laughs> he's a, he experiments. He's strong and he's sticky. <laughs> strong and sticky. But anyways, Mysterio shows up to do his Mysterio yeah. thing. And, uh, yeah, yeah, his, his mysterious mysterio easing. And uh, I, I, you know, I love that that Peter is like, you know, running around and, and his that mask that he finds is so unfortunate. <laughs> I really like that because because those kind of carnival masks are for sale everywhere in Venice. So just like the fact yeah. that he like resourcefully stole one of them to keep his identity safe, even yeah. though he's wearing the exact same clothing, and anyone in his class would be able to look at him and go, "Yeah, that's Peter." Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a good thing he doesn't make it into the footage for the news. They're too, <laughs> too busy paying attention to Mysterio. But yeah, it's like the classic, you know, oh, this new guy is doing my thing better than I can do my thing, so, you know, I'm not needed. I'm just going to can... try to keep buildings from collapsing, which... So, like, yeah, the class is, like, watching Mysterio, everybody's watching Mysterio, and meanwhile, like, they run under an awning, and they're about to get crushed by the bell tower, and so, like, Mysterio's uh, doing his thing, like, making this terrible situation where they're going to get killed, and Spider-Man saves them, and nobody notices that. Nobody yeah. notices the bell tower coming down, and his, like, pratfalls of, like, comedically <laughs> cracking his head into the giant bell, oh, like, toys. Oh, like, boy. oh, God. It's like... Oh, man. And he's, like, trying to hold the thing up, and he's, like, slipping and sliding. I'm like, dude, it's just gonna keep moving. You're not- you're not connected to this thing. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I uh, felt so bad it, for him. Yeah. Oof. So yeah, then the everything kind of gets resolved, and then the, the students are all cheering for Mysterio, and Flash goes, "Yeah, well, you know, Spider Man does it better." <laughs> <laughs> But then, then just my favorite little part here is they go to the Da Vinci Museum and it's closed. Yeah. And he's like, Mr. Harrington admits to having not looked it up at the website. And I'm just like, sir, do you even have permission to take these kids abroad? I don't think so. I think they, I think he and his husband, Mr. Dell, decided they were going to go to Europe and steal (laughs) a bunch of children. What was what was the um what was the 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 pretext or the context for this trip? They're supposed to be doing something for science. It was like a science thing. They were going around to like visit scientific museums in different countries. I so guess. like, oh, so it was just a trip, like educational experience, cultural enrichment. So I really like this scene where they're watching the news and everyone's speculating because yeah. I'll it feels so like, real. Like yeah. Flash yeah. is reading from BuzzFeed. Mr. Dell is like witches. <laughs> <laughs> Witchcraft. Was that Mr. Strange? Yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like she asked about and that's one of those things. Like you do like uh so Mysterio with his silly bubble helmet, like it it looks silly. But at the same time, like, you know, the powers that he's doing and the way his cape is flowing, it's like you know, he kind of does look like Doctor Strange, bit. and that bit where they're and and that bit where he's like, you know, it's like a combination of Thor and Iron Man. I'm like, actually, that's fairly that's fairly accurate. <laughs> so it's like completely conceivable in this world. It's like, oh, here's our new hero, the guy with the bubble head for some reason, bubble head guy. <laughs> Seriously, they would. I would people would be calling him Mr. Fishbowl, Bubble Brain, Bubble Boy. They wouldn't call him Mysterio. Fishy McFishhead. People would be talking about his fishbowl brain. <laughs> but but I it, think they do have a really good way of like getting around to calling him Mysterio, which is that someone only catches half of the Italian on the news. Yeah, man of mystery. <laughs> yeah, so they're back in the... And then we go back to Ned and Peter's room. This is comedy gold, guys. <laughs> this is such classic so comedy of errors kind of thing. It's so great. Where Fury tranks Ned, just he just passes out, and they keep like just every five seconds there's an interruption. He's menacing so many people. I love that. I love that Mr. Harrington like knocks on the door and is like, "Guys, I just you know, I just want to make well, sure you're okay." In. Right? He's so he close in. to getting shot, and he's like, "I just want to make sure you're okay, and if see if you need anything, even though I'm not remotely qualified to help you." <laughs> <laughs> And Fury has that look on his face like, I will trank everyone in this hotel if I have to. (laughs) But he makes a really good point. Like, I used to know everything, and it's five years later, and I know nothing, and a high school kid is dodging my calls. I'm also just (sighs) like, what security apparatus are you working with? I know they talk about Europol later, but... Yeah, and that would be kind of like an interesting thing. It's like, what would be the status... uh, What would... I mean... You would obviously not fire the person. The person would still work for you. Mm-hmm. But if, they, if they've if they missed the last five years of things happening, don't they have a lot of like – don't they have like a lot of learning to do to catch back up before they're put back in charge of operations that are going – that are ongoing that they have – they've had no part in? Eh, anyway. Also, who is, who, who is he working for? Because S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't exist anymore. Right. So 
This is a good question. Question mark? If you want to get super technical, S.H.I.E.L.D. does sort of still exist, but it's all completely behind the scenes. Which is, um, right, which is where Fury would prefer it to be. But he's not the director. Mac is, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. still was a thing. Was it? <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, he 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 gets on one of those cool little boats and goes off with uh with Nick Fury to uh to his little cool underground base exposition base exposition yep. yes exposition base I like that and he's got the glasses <laughs> Stark left him the glasses man okay Mister Beck Mister Quentin Beck oh it's Mysterio you know and oh man this. Ah, Jake Gyllenhaal just does such a great job. He is excellent. So this is the part that they really hyped up in the trailers for this movie is yeah. like, oh my god, the multiverse. Yeah, there's they they were selling people because mm-hmm. a lot like like we said at the beginning, a lot of people don't know Mysterio's the bad guy. <laughs> You're getting little nuggets like this, yeah. This is dim- uh, this dimension is six one six. It's yeah. Uh, it- isn't it not Which though? Is, you know, the, Didn't Marvel it's give it not. a Marvel gave it an official it's number, right? Nineteen hundred, nine hundred, and ninety-nine. Sure, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> what? Because the comics, like canon verse, is six one six. But Peter is just like so hyped about this multiverse thing that he just <laughs> eats it up. <laughs> this yeah. is like a plus info dumping right here. It really is. But Quentin Beck's response is very. Very much uh, like he he Telling? is a slick, <laughs> slick dude. Don't ever apologize for being the smartest man in the ro- you know person in the room. And like he's just so smooth with how he's interacting with everybody. He's doing a very good job. Yep. Oh, uh, you're sitting here. I'm like, oh, you're good. You're he's good. Such buddy. a good actor. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Nick is trying to recruit him, recruit Peter for this fight. What about the other Avengers? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, please, you've been to space. <laughs> what, about Doctor- <clears throat> what about Doctor Strange? Unavailable. Captain Marvel? Don't invoke her name. <laughs> and it's even funnier after the tag. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After the end credits. Although that credits doesn't really- even funnier. Although it doesn't really answer the question. I mean, like, if you're genuinely concerned that elemental monsters from another Earth that destroyed that Earth are coming here- None of those excuses for why you can't get the other Avengers really feel solid. Like, if Spider-Man doesn't pull it off and the world gets destroyed, are you really going to be satisfied that uh, we can't invoke Captain Marvel's name or Thor was off-world? Legitimately. Gee, it's almost like Fury is making some strange mistakes. But but seriously, even with any, you know, all the knowledge that Fury has, even with the blip, Like, if I'm putting together a team to take out elementals, I want somebody that can fucking absorb energy. <laughs> like, oh, shit! <laughs> there's, there's a lot more people out there that they could work with than Spider-Man. No offense to Spider-Man, but uh, there are probably some more suited people. He's strong and he's sticky. People. That's kind of his thing. I'm strong and I'm sticky! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a cleaning product. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my cleaning products to be sticky. You know, those like those uh those putties that you clean keyboards with. Yeah, I guess. Um but anyways, Peter's like, if I start doing Spider-Man shit here in Europe while my class is in Europe, they're all gonna figure out that I'm Spider-Man. Like, it's like come on. These are smart kids. <laughs> I'm not I'm 
I'm not in a remedial school. <laughs> and then just like Fury's like, okay, I'll let you off the hook. Psych! <laughs> Ch- change of plans. We're going to Prague. Hey, we got an upgrade, upgrade class. <laughs> look at this van. Look at this. We're living the upgrade life. Look at this this bus driven by this obvious criminal from an Eastern European gang. <laughs> Mr. Harrington, have you Dimitri. been in touch with your common sense recently? No. <laughs> At all. Nick Fury hijacks his hot summer vacation. Anyways, he takes the bus ride to um check out the glasses. Yeah. Which I have a question about the glasses. Okay. So many questions. Even dead, I'm the hero. Yeah. Even dead, I legit, I was ready to throw hands at the screen when that happened. I'm just like, turn on! Let Tony Stark be dead, please! So we kind of touched on this, you know, last week with Endgame Part 3. How the fuck does Peter hear Edith? There's like a kind of microphone and headphone... Where you where it vibrates directly into into your skull. That's bizarre, uh, and you get the sound that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like a it's special operations. Like I was going to say leverage, but your explanation works too. Yeah, and when did he have time to leave? When when did he leave this? When did he set this up? He would have had to do it at the same time he was recording his video. Well, <sighs> really, I. That's the only time he could have done it. Okay, I guess he must. I'm sure he had some sort of a contingency for. Well, no, because if it failed, wearing the glasses and in when they if went, it failed, then nothing matters. In the time thing, yeah, I the- don't know. I don't know. Come on, you're supposed to know. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. uh, he's checking around the. You know, <laughs> I can hack into all the communications networks. Sees everybody. And Mister Dell is reading reading a website on witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the things on the display that I noticed. And then he looks over at Ned and Betty, and it's like, I miss you. I miss you more, babe. They're <laughs> sitting right next, next to each, each other. other. Barf. In a, what an inappropriate power to give to a teenager. Seriously. Seriously. Look, Tony's judgment when it comes to Peter uh, is not so, the best. So he, reali- so he realizes that he has this incredibly inappropriate power, and then they, they have a pit stop. And and when they get off the bus, <laughs> what is it, Dimitri? <laughs> Just it's like go in there. Go in there. <laughs> I want. Why did Brad? Why did Brad follow Peter? Uh, he, he thought it was the bathroom. Mm, but that's what. But Brad, he went, That's what he said. Right, that's what, that's he says, what he said. But that's when everyone. But everyone else, like like Peter, was the last one to get off, and everybody else like walked towards where the bathrooms right. and are. And it's very much when you're on a bus tour like that. It's very much a. Uh, Follow the ducklings, like you follow where the other people are going, and find the bathroom. Mm. Maybe, maybe he thought there was another bathroom, but so Peter ends up in like this sort of unused bar room with, uh, you know, some I, you know, tall blonde European woman, one of Yuri's people, yeah, who. You know, when when you know what you're looking at, she's you know very business, very businessy, very very much there for the job and like no nonsense and like just take off yeah, your just, clothes. Yeah, she's like just do this, put this thing on. It's like it's not put a big deal. Put on the night monkey suit. <laughs> put on, yeah, put on put on the night monkey suit. You know the which is like sweats. It's a summer vacation. Why did they give him like? They, it looks like they're. It's like a sweater. It's like one of those tactical sweaters. <laughs> you know. Like, that's got to be warm. It's like, you said the problem was you getting recognized. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not going to cover your fingers, so don't leave fingerprints anywhere. 
Does Spider-Man leave fingerprints? Because he's got like the little hairs that make him sticky. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, he probably leaves something I distinctive. I, I think I might know why Brad followed him in, which is he recognizes that Peter is a, a threat, threat in his pursuit of MJ. Ah, and, yes, and he yes. gets he gets the evidence that he needs. He's like, oh, man, this is so – you do what you want to do, man. But, man, she deserves the truth. Click. Oh, this is – oh, I'm, my righteous indignation. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, <laughs> How oh. could you? Ooh, yeah. scandalous, sir. <laughs> so they get back on the bus and Peter's freaking out and he's trying to – he's oh, talking yeah. to Edith and he doesn't understand what he's saying to the killing machine. <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't understand that it is a killing yeah, machine. Yeah, he's a target. Target identified, Bradley Davis. And we get like this comedic scene of like a killer drone shot from outer space to the Alps to blow up a kid. And then Flash steals the glasses. And Peter punches him out to take him back. Did you just punch Flash? No, 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 no. Look, baby goats. (laughs) And then he jumps up out of the bus. Why doesn't he just... because he he has the glasses on when he does the shot, right? Mm-hmm. Or does he? Well, he wasn't able to. He should have just been like Edith, stop it. <laughs> it would have been easier to command the drone to go away. Okay, so they get to Prague. They have the beautiful hotel. Yeah. Um. Big step up. Upgrade. Li- upgrade life. <laughs> but uh, you know, Fury catches up to him there. We're all counting on you. Pile on the pr- like this whole movie is just like people piling guilt onto Peter Parker, like. I am surprised this poor boy hasn't collapsed. Somewhere in here we get the Tony Stark, we get the third mural of Tony Stark. Yeah. Didn't anyone anywhere else in the world like any of the other Avengers? Like, I'm just saying. I I guess not. But I, I, you know, I didn't see it, or at least I didn't note it, but I wouldn't be at all surprised if there is a fourth Stark mural in London. I think Somewhere in the background. There has to be. There has to be. I do have questions about how far in Europe they would have to go before they get close enough to Sokovia for them to be, like, celebrating that Tony Stark is dead. (laughs) (laughs) Honest Uh, question. I, well, I think, you know, I'm sure some people are, but I, I, you know, some I'm sure sort of maintained a a rational, you know, it's like, hey, you know, yeah, what happened to our country was bad, but if he didn't succeed at this, we'd all be dead anyway. Okay, so... From from Prague, they would have to go several countries south because Sokovia is... They basically carved out Sokovia between Ukraine and Romania. Oh. Okay. That's a th- so it would be like southeast. Southeast, yeah. That is, that is a thing that I totally forgot to do and meant to do. How long was the bus ride from Venice to Prague? Ooh, that is Venice to Prague. Long. Really freaking <laughs> long. Um, yeah, I feel like Fury would have gotten them on a train instead. Yeah, because that, they would well, have had to that, go... According to maps, if we're looking at public transportation bus, which we're not, it would be like yeah. 20 hours. But if we're looking at like a car, which a would drive. be a little bit closer, it would be like yeah. 12 hours. Nine to, yeah, 12 yeah, hours. Nine to 12 hours, yeah. somewhere in there, depending on stops and everything. So a big, big drive. Yeah. Big drive. They should take a train. Um, I, I have written down here, Mysterio is bonding as fuck with Peter. Yes, he's doing a very he's good being, job. Yeah. Like, it is smooth. He is so freaking manipulative in this scene. 
so they start he, he starts like i can't remember i have this written down here but it's like in this scene it kind of it seems like fury and he uh fury and hill both kind of like they sort of like have a moment where they're like is this legit i don't know about this it's kind of like this doesn't seem right <laughs> but yeah so the dichotomy in this scene is that fury is like you know you need to be ready like the world is counting on you and just like piling all this pressure onto him, whereas Mysterio is being like, "You're not a jerk for wanting to have a normal life, Peter." It's okay, bud. Your, your feelings are valid. <laughs> it's Peter. okay, buddy. Exactly. I know how you feel, but at the same time, it's like Fury's kind of right. Yep. <sighs> the thing is, they're both sort of right. Except one of except one of them is using his being right to emotionally manipulate the hero into yeah. making a terrible mistake. Yeah. Yeah. That's not cool. But suddenly the kids are like, okay, cool. We need to figure out a way to keep everyone inside. Let us go to the opera. <laughs> Culturally <laughs> enriching. <laughs> also, I would point out the they say they have the best seats in the house. The front for an opera is not the best seat in the house. No! By any means. You're going to get spit on. Yeah. I know this because Hamilton. <laughs> yep, you're that's it's SeaWorld. That's the splash zone. But you feel so blessed. Ah. <laughs> yeah. And and well, I mean they are front center. So front center is 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 good, but front side is awful. Yeah. But anyways, they're all cute and they're all dressed up and Mr. Harrington's like See, I I was right for making you pack a nice outfit. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I, I like <laughs> Peter's like, oh wow, MJ, you look nice, and therefore I have value. <laughs> no, you just look nice. <laughs> and then she tells him he looks pretty, and I'm like, this is the most awkward, adorable feminist exchange I've ever seen. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's really sweet. Peter and Ned are like whispering to each other mm-hmm. about like yeah. the plan, and Betty is like behind Ned, holding up her opera goggles, watching them talk. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. So what are you two whispering about? I don't know how to read lips, but I'm going to see what's going on here. Uh, and he tries to get away, and Brad flips him off. Yeah, it's just the. So he sneaks out, gotcha. and the kids are like, hey, let's go to the carnival anyway. Peter's sneaking out. Let's sneak out, too. Yep. yep. So so he puts on the suit, and it's a, it's a little tight in the old tight. web shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Tighten the old web shooter, huh, buddy? Oh, that's a euphemism we didn't need. <laughs> there was, wasn't there in the Tobey Maguire Spider Man? There was a line in the elevator. Uh, oh yeah, when he's uh, chaf- that comedian it, the, from yeah, yeah, it, chaf- it rides up a little yeah. bit. It chafes and rides up a little bit. But he does. But he didn't have any sort of cute euphemism no. about his his penis. No. Um, was there a line in no. the Andrew Garfield ones? Maybe I, I don't know. I can't. That's there's not much memorable about the Andrew Garfield ones, and uh, I don't I don't remember that. No, fair. So, anyways, uh, all of his friends are at the par- are at the carnival when the fire monster strikes. Yeah, yep, they're there in the middle of the danger that he was trying to keep them because out of. Of course, they are danger zone. Danger, danger. Yeah, and you know Ned says he's he's you know doesn't like crowds, so you know they go up into the Ferris. Let's ride wheel. the Ferris wheel. This is gonna be fine. Let's go into this big hulking thing of metal. Great idea. And they're like, oh yeah, don't let him touch metal because then he'll be able to connect to the Earth's core. Sure, that makes sense. I mean, magnetism. 
I well, guess. I mean, and you know, like yeah. hydrodynamics. Yeah. And, like, oh yeah, I think that that was the stuff. point. Uh, I think that was the point in the briefing when uh, Hill and Fury were both like, huh? um, yeah. "Really? I don't know about that. This doesn't seem legit." <laughs> no, that's not till later. That's not until I think they were all combined. No, I don't think it was until all like all of the elementals were combined that they were a little bit like, huh? Well, there was. I mean, there have been there. I'll, there's something that comes up in this like fight um, when so you know they're kind of losing and things are going bad, and Fury and Hill like drive up to the scene, and you see bullets apparently come across their windshield. Like, there's three distinct, like, bullet-type marks that hit their windshield as oh. they arrive. And it's right oh, after... I didn't that. And it's right after um, Spider-Man has, like, got the drone and, like, flick, like got the projector and, like, pulled it off. So you see, like, that weird metal thing, like, you know, because you don't know what's going on, right? He just, like, he shoots the web out, it catches something else, he pulls it back, and it lands in, in the alleyway near mj and then the suv comes around the corner and you see these three like for me anyway they were it looked like bullet mark bullet holes in the windshield yeah like in the moment like it played very much like you know you can have debris that sort of hits that way but yeah you're right like a the the they're they're like pretty three distinct that would actually make perfect sense yeah it's three bullet holes which kind of makes you think like this whole operation should fall apart pretty quickly on invest because all the damage that they're doing is with guns, right? Right. Well, I mean, because you see, because just- you, I had so personally, I had it really once they you know turned the like shown the light on the you know the shadows monster or whatever. Yeah. Even knowing that it was you know illusions and projections i still had a really hard time following it visually myself mm-hmm. just cuz like mm-hmm. my brain wanted yeah. to believe what i was seeing yeah and yeah. and like and they're doing and that's part of the idea is like you know let's make you know we need to make uh, uh we need to make galactus into a big stupid cloud so that it's easier to get away with uh you know tricking people into thinking it's something that it's not yeah. Um, you know, it's like they're not going to make, they're not going to use their drones and their, their technology to make a, another Ultron or something, you know, although mm-hmm. if you have murder drones, you could just have that threatening murder. Drone. Seriously. Anyway, they could have mm-hmm. just been murder drones. And then he it was not, this. No, but that wouldn't fit his aesthetic. Okay. No, He's it very big because, on the aesthetic. Right. And we don't, and we don't, we're not there yet. You know, we're still at. Yeah. You know, Mysterio and, and Spider-Man are fire, fighting it, a fire monster. <laughs> and it would then raise the question, where did the murder drones come from? Right. And who made the murder drones? Oh, look, these are Stark murder drones. Uh, so, yeah, it makes sense. You would make it something that's inexplicable and ridiculous. And it's from another dimension. And, yeah. But, but like, this whole Scooby-Doo scenario, like, you know. The like, bigger like, the what, lie, the easier it is to believe. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, but after the fact, like the Scooby Doo like scenario, like you know, when when the monsters in Scooby Doo scare people and like run off, invariably they leave like some stupid little clue that Scooby like trips over and then Velma picks up and looks at her magnifying glass and is like, "Aha! It's not a ghost of a pirate. It's actually somebody with a vacuum cleaner and an espresso machine." Does that (laughs) make MJ Velma in this movie? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's a good yeah, that's a good one. She's the one who um, figured out that Mysterio glued furniture on the ceiling. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in this scenario, when they clean up 
when they clean up these disaster places, like, you know, like, okay, the Mexican village is completely destroyed. Um, the cleanup there may not be that great. People might miss it. If you're cleaning up Venice or cleaning up the center of Prague, mm-hmm. you're going to find the bullet holes and the bullets themselves. And it's going to be like, this wasn't made by a giant fire monster. Wait a second. Well, no, they do create fire, too. They do. Because Peter caught on fire in London. They use fire. They use, um, like, sonic oh, booms yeah. and all of that stuff. Yeah. So they have a wide, r- wide range. I think for destruction yeah. stuff, they use bullets. They but- are ridiculous. So much fun. But anyways, we still think Mysterio's the hero now, because he's doing that heroic, he's like, what are you doing? What I should have done the last time. <laughs> his heroic sacrifice. <laughs> his, his, uh, his Tony Stark moment. He's playing directly into Peter's trauma, yeah. Peter runs over to him like, oh my god, this is Tony all over again. He's like, Mr. Beck! Mr. Beck, Mr. Beck! Mr. Beck, Mr. Beck. Oh, God, yeah. This is the point where Fury's like, cool, so we're going to the Europol HQ in Berlin. Um, feel free to join us. Feel free to join us. Maybe Tony Stark was wrong. No it's like, shit. okay, we're back to beating the Peter pinata. I thought that Fury was, like, number one on the Tony Stark is wrong list. <laughs> I really did. He's like, I was the first person to say Tony Stark should not be an Avenger. Oh, well. Although he's the first one you went to. Anyway, mistakes were made. Indeed. Yeah, but after after Natasha's assessment, he was like, oh, boy, it's worse than I thought. <laughs> oh, boy, he's dying. Yeah. And then uh, cool, uh, cool, older rail- male role model says, let's get a drink. But I'm not 21. <laughs> Instead, he just gets the lemonade. Okay, yeah, but so they go into the bar, and Mysterio still has his Mysterio gear, and Peter Parker, Night Monkey, just removes his stupid Night Monkey mask <laughs> in this bar in Prague after there's been a giant fire monster uh, incident. And I'm like, again, Peter Parker, do you care about your secret identity? <laughs> it's a good thing most of the people in that bar aren't real. All of them. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like the only ones who are yeah. real are the ones on Team Beck. They're they're in on the j- yeah. they're in on it. You know, it's like there's nobody there, like worried about there being a fire monster attack. They're just like normal patrons having a great time at a bar, drinking beer in Prague. And for them, it's like you know, uh, every other day uh, in the life of an NPC. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of um, in the. F- the first of the Tom Cruise Mission Impossible movies, they did a whole thing where they, like, filmed a bunch of stuff, like, to try to trick, like, one of the other characters. It's been a while since I saw the movie. Uh, and they just, like, literally, the only people in the room participating in the scene were the ones in on it and the person that they were trying to, you know, fool or whatever. And that was, like, the same. It's exactly the same. It's just, like, classic, you know. Spycraft. Yeah, spycraft. They've they've set the they've set the stage and they they have mm-hmm. their place where they're taking the mark uh and and they're going to going to hit the mark. Yeah. They're going to steal he, he they're dr- gonna, in true leverage fashion, but evil leverage fashion, they're going to steal some Edith yeah. glasses. <laughs> Which were just lying on the floor? What? <laughs> he dropped them because he's a teenager with too Actu- much responsibility. Actually, come to think of it, like I I think uh it would make more sense if 
well, I mean, he's Spider-Man, so he should be quick reflexes and be able to tell. But it would make kind of sense if as a way to bring up the Edith glasses, because because he because they it, it, they start talking about it because they were on the fl- because they were on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't mention it before then. It's like, oh, what are those? Oh, yeah, it's this thing. You know, I was like, ah, put them on. But it would make sense if one of his agents like goes up to you know like sort of does a brush mm-hmm. on Pick on pockets. Peter and does pickpocket like then, drop like, it like oh look it. what you dropped yeah. and you know plant it into the conversation to make a scenario where you're talking about the glasses yeah. in a natural way where Beck still doesn't have to ask. It's like mm-hmm. Inception, but not in dreams. Yeah. I mean, Make him really think it's his own idea. It's his own idea. This whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he succeeds. Yep. Welcome to the Avengers. <laughs> and, oh, man, but this this tortured reasoning that Peter goes through to the next Tony Stark. I trust, I trust you. you. Oh, he trusts me to pick somebody to replace him. That must be it. I'm like, what no. the? What the hell? That's a terrible reasoning. I just know. Teenage brain. Teenage brain. Anything to get out of the responsibility. Yep. So he leaves, and we find out the whole thing has been one giant mindfuck. Because it was so good. It was. Oh my god! This scene. It was so good. The reveal is excellent. But also, now we're finding out that this Tony. This is basically this is Tony Stark's villain. He's a Tony Stark villain, and he doesn't have Tony Tony Stark to fight. I'm like, this is Aldrich Killian all over again. This is Aldrich Killian on a bigger scale. Yeah. Yeah. And and better. And better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this, yes. I mean, like, you know, it's the same sort of motivation. It's the same thing where the villain is like, you know, spurned by by Tony Stark being a dick and has decided that the answer to, you know, Tony Stark being kind of not nice to him is to go on a murderous rampage. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> but uh oh, Darn it! What was I trying to say? Shoot! It's better because they weren't initially planning, because <laughs> they were initially planning to have a woman as the main villain for Iron Man three, and they yeah. had to change. Yeah. They changed their yeah. Role. This is this is better in that it reaches back through other movies and other incidents and puts together a team of all these people that Tony Stark has crapped on in their professional lives, and they've all got. Great motivation for the thing that they do, and not just Tony Stark, but Obadiah Stane. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, was that the actual guy from? Was that the actual that guy? Actually, yes, it yeah. is the actual guy, and he's um he's like a pro- he's like a producer. Um, I, we looked him up. Yeah, but anyway, so Quentin was the one who was behind the barf. 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 <laughs> Although that's not what it was called. That's not no, it was what it not was called that. That was Tony's terrible acronym. But uh, then he fired him. He fired me for being unstable or something. Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why, Quentin. It turns out he was right. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, he's back on his monologue about being the smartest guy in the room and no one cares. You don't have a flashy cape. No one will listen. And this is like, I remember at the time sitting and thinking about how meta this was. Oh, yeah. At the time. Because A... Marvel tricked us, the audience, mm-hmm. or they tried to with their marketing campaign. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it worked. Like, this was a moment in the theater. Yeah, this was a moment in the theater, like I mentioned earlier, that, like, my wife and a number of people that I saw the movie with or saw the movie at the same time didn't know. And so when this happened, 
there was like the big audible gasp in the theater, like the same, like in the first one when, uh, you know, Peter, you know, goes to pick up MJ, uh, pick up, um, what's her face for, for the dance. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, and the vultures Adrian there. Tombs, yeah. it, it was that, it was that same sort of shock moment. And people were just like, <gasps> dun, 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 dun. yep. The twist. Yeah, twist of But at life. the same time, it also makes you think about like things that are going on in the real world. Like at this time, concern about deep fakes was really starting mm-hmm. to yep. come to prominence and how it was going to mess with our political Fake system. News. Yeah. Because that's his that's Beck's whole thing. The truth is what I want them want it to be. Yep. Yep. Truth is malleable. The truth is what we say it is. We'll make our, our truth whatever we want it to be. It doesn't matter how many people get hurt in the process. Like Objective truth isn't a thing. We'll, we'll do what we want. Yeah. And, you know, like, not for nothing, like, you know, obviously his little his little aside about, like, he fired me for being unstable. Turns out Tony was right. The other <laughs> things that he said, like, um, I can't remember which one, which, uh, like, Janice or somebody who, re- who, wa- who worked for Stark Industries and realized that Tony Stark was going to leave Edith, you know, the sort of the, the orbiting space <laughs> weapons platform to a child. That's actually a good reason to be upset yeah. and to want to try and take yeah. control of the yeah. thing. Although, you know, it's not good that they took it for their own sort of personal um, villainy. Uh, but I think lot, some of the people there in that party think that they're that they're the heroes. Oh, for sure. Well, they have a big finale to plan. And uh, Peter goes back to the hotel to go on a romantic little walk at night with MJ. Yeah. Because he wants MJ. It turns out to not be so romantic because she calls him out on being Spider Man. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not Spider Man. I'm not Spider Man. It's kind of obvious. <laughs> and he's the knight. And then MJ, so MJ's like, okay, cool. You wouldn't be interested in this then. And she pulls out the wreckage with the webbing on it. Okay, she, yeah. she says, uh, it's funny because. Uh, night Monkey uses the same. Yeah. Yeah, Night Monkey uses the same webs. Mm-hmm. And then she drops it, and a hologram starts playing. And then they see like the projection of, of, uh, of Mysterio. And I love the way he turns around and like this expression of like, "Oh God, what have I done?" Mm-hmm. And his just immediate, "Yes, I am Spider Man, and I've really messed up. Yep, <laughs> I've made a terrible mistake." <laughs> and her response is like, "I was only sixty-seven percent sure." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're serious? Oh, that's the only reason you were looking at me? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, MJ. And then, yeah, from here we get to, like, uh, well, wait, do they go back to the hotel and, like, they're concerned about it? Or do we go straight to the mocap room where they're plotting? We go plotting? to the mocap room. Yeah. Oh, my God, this is so good. It is. like It's so funny, because it's just, like, ah. I feel like it's just a bunch of nerds at this point. Absolutely. They're just like, yep. yeah. I love the mocap suit. I love how he's directing everything. But also double the damage, yeah. Double the damage. <laughs> One of the drones is missing a projector. And and I love you know like I I didn't uh, sort of like explicitly make this connection uh, earlier, but it's like uh, his whole plan of like yeah we we make these we make these big monstrous things happen, and then we show up and we're the hero. It's syndrome from the Incredibles. He's oh my just, god. Yeah. He's, He's just syndrome. And he's like, I want more people to die because more casualties mean yeah. more coverage. Yeah. Like, Which has to be the point when some people in the party are like, hey, wait a second. 
Well, I mean, there is a certain point where he's literally turning the drones on his own yes, people to get them exactly. to comply, and I'm like, "Yeah, are, are you guys sure? Like, are you guys like, okay?" <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, like after after this like event, like you know, they go back to their bit, you know, they go they go on to their jobs. I imagine like some of them had to turn to each other and be like, "Are we the baddies?" <laughs> 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 and also, okay, so one of the things, and it's really subtle, but it really pisses me off, is that Quentin calls it, calls Edith honey, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I want to reach through the screen and throttle you. He's sexualizing the AI. Sexualizing and, like, being demeaning. I'm like, you couldn't yeah. do any of this without her, so fuck you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, actually, there was, there was like, a, there, uh, you know, like, at first, like his, his, you know, calling it honey and, like, sort of flirting with the robot kind of made me think about, like, you know, and generally there is sort of a, a, a phenomenon in, in our culture where, like, a lot of the, the AI assistants are, are gendered female. Like, you know, Siri, <laughs> Alexa. Um, shut up, Alexa. Um, uh, and I don't- Be nice to Alexa. You want her to remember you during the singularity. Alexa, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to wake you. Go back to sleep. Yeah, I did the exact same thing. That's why I was telling her to... to I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said it politely. This is, this anyway. is why I changed the wake word on mine. Anyways. Everyone be nice to your robots. They, Just, because someday they will be our overlords. So now we go... Is now when we go back? So Peter uh, Peter gotta... goes back to they go back to the hotel. Peter gets Ned to call Aunt May to call Mr. Harrington to say that Peter's gonna stay with some family in Berlin. Yeah, and he uh and he uh gets undressed in front of MJ and is like, Oh, turn around and she's like, Oh yeah, 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 I'll turn around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. And uh, like I thought that was cute like, because that happens then, so much the opposite way yeah. in films and with feminine with like MJ's little feminism bent. I like the yeah. sort of reversal of like, oh, he's cute. Oh, I can't watch him change. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, the most boy. egregious one I can think of in memory was uh, that Star Trek one where like, uh, was it the second one? The Wrath of Khan one? Yeah, that one was. <laughs> yeah, anyway. yeah, it was. That was anyway. bad. Yeah. Anyway. um, But yeah, so Friends of Spider-Man. You're a friend of Spider-Man now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I knew before you did. Yeah, yeah, I figured it out on my own. I'm the, I'm <laughs> the guy in the chair. I'm still the guy in the chair. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 you're the guy in the chair. It's fine, it's fine. Okay, all right. So he, he gets out and he goes to the train station. How long is the train ride from Prague to Berlin? This is another good question. To the Google map. He swings his way, gets on the train, does all the stuff. Shoot the web. Fury picks him up. Yeah, Fury, Fury picks, picks him, him up. up. It's, it's all nervous. He, like, gets in the car. It's like, put on your seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> and then he rips the seatbelt out. Because he's, he's nervous. So nervous. Yeah. He's nervous, but then the, the little seatbelt warning is going ding, ding, <laughs> ding. And Fury's just like, oh god, I have to listen to yeah. this the entire way. And you get and you get that classic red flag in like crime and spy thrillers where the guy, you know, the person you're trying to talk to is just like, Who else did you tell about this? Yeah. Who did you tell about this? Mm-hmm. Who else did They're you tell about this? It's like the wrong question. If anybody's yeah. asking you that question, you are in You trouble. are fucked. <laughs> they are gonna kill you <laughs> as soon as they find out who you told. <laughs> And then they're going to kill those people. But even this was a really good fake out because, like, then you have everybody but Fury disappear. Well, but that's still, that's like a deeper part of the illusion because, like, the Fury that's not, because it's still not Fury. Right. (laughs) It's never been, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Fury never met him in Berlin. Yeah. Yeah. It never was Fury. But this scene, this scene is better visually than anything we got in Doctor Strange. Oh, 100%. Period. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And it's like straight out of a comic book. Like it is so cool. And like it flows just so well from one thing to the next. Like one of my favorite things is. Oh, really, with the zombie Iron Man, but... um, It's good, though. It's well done. But there's the moment where... So the zombie Iron Man is crawling towards him, and then a spider jumps out of his eye, and you see the eyes of the spider, and the eyes all turn into a whole bunch of bubble heads. Yeah. Mysterios. Mysterio is the truth. (laughs) And, like, the army of Mysterios, and Mysterio's head is a snow globe, and, like... The way that it played with the space where it's like, you know, the, the sort of construction site, like not finished mm-hmm. and like, you know, you, you sort of have this grid pattern and he's, and they're able to move him through the pattern and make him punch the walls and fall and hit things and just like be miserable. Oh my God, that thing where it looks like a much so... deeper jump and he hits the cement just like made me cringe. It's just like, oh God. Oh man. But uh, yeah, he is just having a terrible time. But luckily, Nick Fury comes to the rescue. Yeah. yeah, Fury comes to the rescue and asks the same question. And he is still screwed. <laughs> it's like, who did you tell? Who did you tell? And Spider-Man's just like, wait, what? I, uh, you know, and then he tells him. And it's like, oh, cool. Thanks, buddy. Bye. <laughs> it's easy to fool people when they're already fooling themselves. And then he walks him backwards until he gets hit by a train. Oh, my God. That train thing is like. And you know he's gonna be okay, but oof. He's like, he, oof. It's a good thing he didn't go splat like a bug. <laughs> he he kind of splatted. Little splat. Yeah, the night monkey-sized splat. Oof. And he, like, crawls his way up into the train, which is oddly empty. Um, and just kind of, like, collapses and falls asleep. Yeah. And then he wakes up. <laughs> Up in the Netherlands, in jail. Which? How far is the? How far is the? Okay, wait. It's not that from far. Berlin to the Netherlands. Oh, it's not that far. Jesus. Especially, <laughs> especially on that kind of a train, it could be pretty quick because it's just like northwest. It's on the northwest border of. Uh, yeah, and he's Germany. like, he's like got the the soccer jersey, you know, the football jersey on because he looked cold. And, the, and they're so nice <laughs> to him. Are. Like, Welcome you know, to the, the Netherlands. The drunk, the drunk soccer hooligans, they're like, hey, buddy. It made me really happy. <laughs> and then when Peter breaks the lock so he can get out, they just kind of close themselves back in. They're like, oh, this is not appropriate. And The captain whose wife is pregnant was wearing- Yeah, night monkey, yeah. Was wearing, yeah. <laughs> <The> night monkey. <laughs> also, one of my favorite things that I think we kind of skipped over, but like, Ned just makes up night monkey. He just yeah. made it up. Yeah. And it just yeah. stuck. <laughs> like, somebody heard him. Oh, man. Uh. Yes, that's right. Because, like, it caught on weirdly well. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it was Flash. Maybe Flash did it. Hey, Flash. Yeah, hey, Flash. Flash well, probably streamed it. <laughs> yeah. He probably said something on his Instagram, which he has been on the entire time. <sighs> oh, kids. Oh, kids. But anyways, <laughs> my favorite thing is when Peter goes to make the phone call. He asks the man to, like, he borrows the phone from a guy in the village and then, like, has that look on his face of, face of like, holy shit, I have to remember a phone number? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> what number but was it again? 
It's like the only phone number I re- the only phone number in my head that I know apart from my own is my wife's. I I literally don't know anyone else's phone number. I know. Let's so, see. Yeah, I know my so mom's. And that's it. I don't even know my brothers. I know my mom's, my dad's, my one sister, not my other because she has a work phone now, so it's not the same number. But anyways, Happy comes and picks him up at a tulip field. The poor tulips! Oh, man. He destroyed all the flowers. He destroys all the flowers. And then this bit where he's like, oh, how do I know it's you? Tell me something only you would know. <laughs> when you were in Germany, he rented an adult film. <laughs> Which, why would he do that? He's on the internet. Come on, Peter. <laughs> uh, maybe it was an accident. That's like all I can think of. Yeah, it's the menus in German. It, yeah, the, the 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 menu could have all been in German, and he's just like, "Huh? What does this do? What's oh no? What's this oh movie? no? Oh no? Oh oh! Turn it off!" And we know from Homecoming Oops. that he was like super keyed up, like <laughs> bouncing off the walls. And- <laughs> yeah, and 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 he, and he's just so happy to see happy his uh, his male role model, like you know, that's in his life that isn't trying to ru- you know ruin things for him. Yeah. Has actually got his best interest at heart. Yeah. But anyway, so you have this whole scene where Happy kind of gives him insight into how much of a mess Tony was, which I think was really important for Peter to hear because Peter still has that idealized vision. And Tony was a hot mess. Oh my God. I'm a stinking hot mess. What's your password? Password. What's your password? password. (laughs) You're the head of security? Your password is password. I'm not proud of it either. Ugh. But then, but then you get another like frustrating scene of him at the glowy table designing his suit, and Happy's looking at him like, "Oh, it's a baby Tony." And then and he I'm fucking like, puts on ACDC. I love it. I love Led Zeppelin. I know, but it's it's <laughs> back in black. It's what played at the beginning of Iron Man. I know, which yeah. makes me happy because it's like, oh, beginning of this thing that took over my life. It makes me happy, but also mad at the same time. I know. <laughs> Because Spider-Man deserves to have his own movie and not be swallowed up by Iron Man 4. Maybe that's what's going to yeah. happen in 3. Anyway. I, we'll I really that hope I, that Spider-Man 3 is about breaking free of like, no, he's not Tony Jr. He's his own thing because God he's damn it. He's his own thing. And look anyways, at all these spider so, people from other dimensions. Oh my God. Woohoo! I have, as far as the casting for that goes, do we have a full compliment for the Sinister Six? Uh, I'm not certain about the villain casting, but it's pretty, if, if not, then it's really close. They could fill it out with like one or two unknowns and be fine. Mm. Like they've, mm-hmm. uh, it seems like they've got everybody. Yeah. We should probably do some sort of an episode where it's just like, so Spider-Man 3 is going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think once we have some trailers out, we'll do a predictions episode the way we're going to do with WandaVision. Meanwhile, the kids got diverted to London. <laughs> to get killed. <laughs> to get killed. And finally, someone in the class is just like, has anyone noticed that Peter keeps disappearing? It's Brad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Brad. Yeah, it's absolutely Brad. And I and I love I love now that MJ's in on it and it doesn't have to just be Ned, like, you know, doing this. Like, the two of them being involved, like, gives more, like, momentum to the group to be like, come on, Brad. Shut up, Brad. You're, you're, you're trenchant. You really shouldn't be taking pictures like that. <laughs> your, your trenchant observations of the internet ins and outs of Peter Parker's life are not appreciated, Brad. And it's like, they get to gaslight him a little. Because <laughs> he's right. <laughs> he's, he's right to be suspicious, but. <laughs> but we don't want him to be suspicious. 
as an audience member, we know he's right. But also as Spider-Man fans, we're like, shut up, Brad. <laughs> shut up, Brad. Nobody likes you. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Anyways, so one of Quentin's henchmen gets them on a uh, double-decker bus and parks them directly on Tower Bridge. Everybody driving their their buses is in some way a henchman. This is the guy that if he had been in that are we the baddies conversation would be like, yeah, but I'm fine with it. Yeah, 100%. He doesn't mind. Yeah. I'm totally cool leaving these kids to die here. Also, we've got um, Fury and Hill are in the, you know, upper floor of some building. Yeah. What what is their line? Something about Cree sleeper cells? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are supposed Mm -hmm. to be. No one's supposed to know about those. Da-da-da. And Happy calls with his message about a surfboard that belongs to Nick Fury. <laughs> but sometimes things aren't the way they seem. <laughs> like... Appearances can be deceiving. <laughs> which just kind of gave me a little happy tingle because that is exactly what Nat said in Latin to Tony in Iron Man 2. <laughs> and you got, wait, you got a happy tingle when Happy called Fury? <laughs> like a happy tingle i can't actually <laughs> throw something at you because you are 1500 miles away from me but you love but me. i have a bottle cap in my hand and i want you to imagine that i have just thrown it 1500 miles my becca tingle is <laughs> you know sparking <laughs> let's not talk too much about our tingles no let's not <laughs> oh my god especially a happy tingle that is particularly bad <laughs> happy tingle <laughs> <laughs> but anyways so the villains now have their massive production going on yeah around they, them you get it all going and they they are doing the bit of it's like uh are the avengers coming are the avengers coming no good <laughs> let's do it and the teachers are panicking i'm doing my best julius <laughs> <laughs> Earth, wind, fire, water, they join forces like the Power Rangers. I think you mean Voltron. You mean Voltron. Voltron. Or Captain Planet. Yeah, I was like, Captain Planet is more accurate, yeah. guys. And MJ and Ned all like immediately figure out that Beck knows that they know. Yep. And I'm like, good on you, Peter, for having smart friends. Like, you don't like obviously you have to worry about them because they are small and mushy, but They're squishies. They're smart. And small and squishy. Yeah. It's one of the advantages of being in a, uh, a school for uh, talented and gifted kids. Who are probably going to have burnout syndrome once they hit their 20s. Yeah, true. I was supposed to be anything. I could have been anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't put kids in the tag program. Yep. And Spidey jump drops in from above with a parachute that would do literally yeah. nothing. <laughs> His little, look, it's a little tiny spider-shaped parachute, okay? And he's got the little wings, the little wingsuit wings. It doesn't, the wing it doesn't matter that there's not enough surface area with that parachute to actually slow him down. It's tiny and it's spider It's adorable. Well, it, it does slow you down. Like, every little bit helps. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very little bit. It, it does slow him down some. And then he's got the wingsuit and he's got his spider powers and his web. So he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And really, he's just trying to generate momentum. He goes boingy, 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 and he strings all the drones together. And it's pretty cool. And he zaps him. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get inside the illusion. I did I did like that. That's fun. Because, yeah, once you're on the inside of something, once you know how something works. Yeah. Like, it's still kind of cool, but it doesn't have anywhere near the same amount of power that it did. 
Like, if you get off the track inside the Haunted Mansion or Space Mountain, it's going to look stupid. Don't ever get mm-hmm. off the track in Space Mountain, guys. Or any theme park ride. Never stay do that in any theme park ride. <laughs> stay inside the cart. <laughs> yes, stay <laughs> hands inside at all times. <laughs> this is this is also the point where Hill climbs up on the roof. Yep. Yeah. He's just kind yep. of chill, chilling up there with a big gun. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Happy's, like, getting the kids into the museum, and Quentin's like, yeah, I'm just going to kill all the kids. Right, because Happy lands the jet, and Flash is immediately attracted to him because he works for Spider-Man. You work for Spider-Man? I work with Spider-Man. I work for Spider-Man. Yeah. And then the jet blows up because he just landed (laughs) it in the middle, and Quentin saw it and was like, well, that's important. I should blow that up. Pew, pew, pew. Also, I, I have a note here that Peter is getting really good at tactical webbing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah. Does some he cool does stuff. some pretty magnificent stuff with like making <laughs> nets and tension and like slinging around the bridge. But he's also setting things up to use later as he's like, he's really laying out a web to use right. it. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's thinking, he's thinking several steps ahead. Now of him. he's thinking with portals. And meanwhile, inside the museum, more smart kids action. Yeah. yeah MJ yeah. takes the mace. And Betty and Ned knock over a suit of armor to distract the drone that's following them. And then MJ just smashes the shit out of it. Yep. Yeah. And, and Happy tries. He, he has a heroic moment. And he's going to throw that shield. But it is not aerodynamic. It is old steel. How does Cap do that? He's, he's much stronger than you. And his shield is much better for that. Although Peter does improvise with a shield, he has a plaque. Yep. He does, yes. He has the, is it a plaque or the, or is it one of those cab doors? It's a no, sign. No, it's a plaque because yeah. it says Tower Bridge. Oh, it's a sign, okay. And then also he improvises, you know, uh, like an explosive thing that he swings around, kind of like Mjolnir, and then he tosses it up. He is the Avenger. Just another note, Peter got crushed between two cars at some point during this yeah. fight, and I'm like, Buddy, are your are your internal organs okay? No, he got hit by no. you know after being hit by a train, we he can <laughs> we can tolerate being crushed by cars. My internal organs are paced right now. Thanks for asking. It's fine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I love that the the kids and Happy are like they're holed up in the uh, the big vault with the 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 crown jewels. Which have you have you guys been there? I have not. It's so cool. It's a huge, like, it's, you know, the vault is, like, the, the steel, like, door is, like, three feet thick. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's impressive. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, that was one of the, the highlights of our trip. The drones kind of start they're, to lightsaber through it. <laughs> they're starting to, they're starting to come through, and they're all, they all start confessing things. I'm in love with Spider-Man's aunt. <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought we were sharing. Man, that's going to kind of give things away to people. I mean... Jesus. Little bit. I guess Happy got used to Tony Stark, who was like very out about his his secret identity. You know, he he gave up on the idea of a secret identity right away. Well, one of the things that I really liked about that scene was Flash was like, I just spend all this time making stupid videos. And Happy's like, hey, no, those stupid videos are how we found you. And it's just like, aw. Yeah, because it was like a joke through the whole movie, but then it actually does become really, really important. It's very reassuring. Yeah. It's good. As a TikToker, I am reassured. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so then you have that like final showdown of Peter and Quentin on the bridge. And the Peter Tingle finally kicks back in. 
and just charges through the uh, charges through the darkness and knows what to hit and when to when to duck mm-hmm. and, and blasting stuff left and right and uh you know like he, he's he's closing in and we have another one it's kind of like when when thanos is like getting crushed by the scarlet witch and and uh is like rain fire but we'll hit our own troops hire all the drones even if i'm here yeah it's just like and edith is like you're in the strike zone <laughs> you know setting up what setting up exactly what happens yep <laughs> and it and for a second it looks like quentin got killed by one of his own drones except the peter tingle said nope yeah, that was that was a good that was a good like you know solid like snap motion. It really was of, like lifting the gun up, and he you know he, he did get hit by the drone. He is he is uh, he is dying. Mm-hmm. We're pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't the dead body on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dying body yeah. on the floor. Peter takes back the glasses. Oh, and uh, and Quentin says like he has contingencies, even if he's exactly dying. because he yeah. does seem like a smart cookie. Yeah, the truth will be what I what I tell them it is, and like you know when he had yeah we we kind of skipped over the part where he dis- disabled the illusion and let the drones just run around. Mm-hmm. And it's like how are we going to explain this? And he's like, I'll just trust me; they'll believe anything I tell them. Yeah, yeah. People like, need oh. to believe, and these days they'll believe anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you just keep telling the lie over and over and over again, they'll they'll eat it right up, as we've seen. We have uh, uh, very active uh, examples of it right now. Yes, so. we do. Let me talk about the news later. But anyway, so Peter, all injured and without his mask, because, just kind of goes stumbling out into the street. Because he took his mask off again, because why not? Yeah, he's just walking through. He's just walking around the bridge with his mask off, like, here I am with my <laughs> spider symbol on, the, on my chest. Nobody here has a powerful camera. Nobody. Surely not. No. There's no way. There's no way the news is zoomed in on this. But MJ just goes running up to him and yeah. shows her that she, Happy gave her the the necklace, which is now broken, but she yeah. likes it better broken. Yeah, and, and they, they and smooch, they get like, and it's so cute. Three kisses. And I'm like, Peter, you should go change your clothes before anyone sees you. But also, you are beaten up so badly that if anyone sees you, I don't understand how you're gonna. Cover that up. Like, I'm now on the side of Peter's classmates know that he is Spider-Man. <laughs> Except for Flash. Because probably. Flash. Yeah. Peter's not cool enough. But yeah. And I'm just sitting there going, like, how are how are Harrington and Gil gonna keep their jobs after this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's yeah, it, it's kind of interesting. Like there's no way because there's no connection between them and the events that happened it's just gonna look like you know after the fact it's like could you believe what happened on this trip nobody no i don't think anybody's gonna make the sort of like uh you went here because you know this happened because you were there this happened because you were there but i think they like, would and question him accepting all of the upgrades and everything like maybe you didn't why didn't you question it turned out this was a big mistake <laughs> we're just very lucky that the kids aren't dead happy and hell and fury have that like moment where Happy's like, I'm glad you got the message, and Fury's just like, you might as well have like winked into the camera. <laughs> he almost. Did. Oh, I loved the oh. line. You know, once the like the Voltron like illusion or the Captain Planet illusion comes together, like even after the the wink into the camera, you know, Fury turns to Hill's Hill and goes, "That's some bullshit." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, like, the guy was, like, trying to come up with lines, like, on the fly. He's like, yeah, say this thing. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. It's like, oh, yeah, when well, they all come together. <laughs> Live rewrites, you know? <laughs> so 
even though Peter was supposed to be staying in Berlin with family, he flies back with them. Sure. That makes sense. And by this point, Betty and Ned have broken up. But they're yeah. still, you know, clearly friends or whatever. So wise. Mm-hmm. So wise. <laughs> so wise. <laughs> and then Flash's mom isn't there to pick him up, which I do kind of feel sad I do for him. Yeah. What? Man, what does... So Flash Thompson, I know in the comics, like in this, he... he they originally they had him like he enlisted and was in Vietnam and like when he came back, like so it was a it was a pretty bad issue where like uh some temple uh some monks from Vietnam wanted to kill him for his involvement of what happened in to some village. Uh so Oof. that that was pretty bad. I don't imagine they're gonna have Flash Thompson Flash in this mo- this series uh enlist. Um but what there's like he becomes it- he becomes Agent Venom, right? Yeah, he becomes <sighs> Agent Venom and gets to bang Valkyrie, who's like, damn, you're a double amputee. I find that really hot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, all right. <laughs> I mean, she's Valkyrie. She would absolutely find it attractive, mm-hmm. someone who was, like, so fierce in battle that they <laughs> lost limbs. Just saying. <laughs> Hey, if you want some good shit, read the first volume of Secret Avengers. It's good. Mm-hmm. It, it just chef's kiss. It's good. Um, I, I was drawn to it because I picked up the first issue, and the very first scene is Natasha and Valkyrie trying to be undercover. And the moment that this dude touches Valkyrie's thigh, she's just like, nope, I'm out. Here comes the sword. We're fighting. <laughs> uh, subtlety. Yeah. <laughs> Not her strong suit? And then Peter confronts Happy and May about whether they're dating or not. Oh. <laughs> Poor Happy. Oh, boy. Uh, Poor Happy. Uh, uh, I don't know. So that's, so she's saying it's over, right? Like, that, that's not a thing. Um, a summer anymore. romance, you know. She's like, I wasn't I mean, looking for anything serious. Yeah, I. Oh, that makes me sad. But then you have, like, this really awesome scene of him, like, swinging around and taking selfies. Yes. Very yeah. much like the video game. Yeah. Really swinging around the city for for the first time. I did. And then we have, then it goes to the credits, right? After that? No, no. no first, he picks up MJ well, and takes her on a swinging date. He picks up MJ for the day. Right, right, right. Um, Back to the, this is really Iron Man 4. I found some of the music at the end here sounded a lot more like Iron Man music than I thought it had in the past. <laughs> so that was just that's me fair. being weird. So, hmm. yeah, that's fair. But anyways, it they they swing out to uh, the song "Vacation." So then we get the mid credits, which is the continuation of their date. <laughs> the end the end of their day and then you have J. Jonah Jameson again played by J.K. Simmons like he's the only he is so the only crazy. right answer for the casting of J. of J. Jonah Jameson like so crazy he is he is J. Jonah Jameson like he's it like he's Pictures perfect of Spider-Man but my favorite thing about this Daily Bugle clip is that it is dailybugle.net and it looks like Infowars yes <laughs> yeah. yes it does it really does and he is eating up the disinformation and spreading actual fake news as though it is that he's yep. this conspiracy theorist asshole and it's just perfect and it's absolutely <laughs> what a 21st century jameson would do exactly he's he's basically alex jones yes yeah. 
in this moment here. <laughs> yeah, and in some of the more recent Spider-Man runs, uh, isn't he like a Fox News executive or something? Uh, I think <laughs> he has like he has like a talk show or he's Stay like a Fox News. He like works at Fox like the Bugle. Either the Bugle goes under or he leaves the Bugle and he ends up like as one of the talking heads or one of the producers on Fox News. That is gorgeous. I love it. But anyways, it has this like clip of Quentin saying he was murdered by Spider-Man. And that his name is Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah, like it kind of fakes you out a couple <laughs> well, fuck. fakes you out a couple of times where it's just like his name is uh and then it cuts away and we can report exclusively yep. that it is Peter <laughs> Parker and it's like his high school yearbook photo or something. It's like, oh god. Peter is gonna be in so much trouble for Spider-Man 3 if there is a Marvel's MCU Spider-Man 3. I mean, now obviously we know that there will be one. Okay, there was that that yeah, where the Sort of the relationship between Sony and Marvel fell apart. They had to like renegotiate the. And we were all mad about it. Yeah, the share. Yeah, and then they they did renegotiate, which we're getting Spider Man three is yeah. set in in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Although <laughs> we don't know <laughs> how much it's going to actually take place in the MCU universe, MCU universe itself, because presumably. Things go far afield of being worried about being identified as Peter Parker. Yeah. And we get some crazy shit. And we really have to deal with actual multiverse crap, apparently. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, as we, dis- as we will discuss soon, uh, is going to start with WandaVision and I guess be a huge part of the next phase of Marvel stuff. Which makes sense. I mean, it is a huge part of the comics. Like, yeah. huge yeah. part yeah. of the comics. Yeah. I also sort of feel like. They took a look at how well Into the Spider-Verse yeah. did. Yeah, like, exactly. We're going to do that. <laughs> Precisely. Makes me a little bit meh. Yeah. Because it's like, think of something original, but. <laughs> and now the end credits. <laughs> yeah. So the reason that Hill and Fury were acting a little strangely sometimes. It's because they're not actually Nick and. It's not them at all. It's not them. It's Talos. <laughs> and Mrs. Talos. Talos. Soren and Talos. And then Talos is just like doing it's like, it's fine. The little boy handled everything. It's <laughs> it was great. So- <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. You have to call him. Tell <laughs> <laughs> him what happened. And so he does. And at first it kind of looks like Fury's in Tahiti. <laughs> but yes. he's not. He's in like a nope. simulation room on a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. It's like a cubicle holodeck. Yeah. And he needs and he needs his shoes. <laughs> Apparent, uh, presumably now he's with the scrolls, and this is somehow going to lead us to uh, secret invasion. Yeah. I guess. So that'll be interesting. Like it all, <laughs> it all ties together in some crazy web. It's all connected again. Hashtag <laughs> it's all connected. <laughs> multiverse. Hashtag multiverse things. <sighs> Hashtag thinking with multiverses. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I guess I don't want to waste too much of the conversation and uh, about about the Spider-Man stuff until we see like the trailer, I guess. But there's just one thing that like with all the casting news, which if listener, if you haven't like looked at the casting news about what's coming with Spider-Man, please do yourself a favor and look at that before we talk about it. But but when all that stuff hit, I was like, man, somebody better tell <laughs> Hugh Jackman that he is not done eating baked chicken. Well, we will have to do a predictions episode for that. But in the meantime. If you are listening to this on the day it drops, which should be January 13th, 
Tune in tomorrow for something very special. What? We are going to be having a predictions episode for WandaVision, which will be... So the predictions episode is going to be January 14th, and the show premieres January 15th. I predict some predictions. Magical. I predict predictions. Well, the funny thing is, we technically recorded the predictions episode before the TV spots started airing, and I caught some new things, and I'm like, no! Oops. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, we, we've missed a couple of predictions. Like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Oh, why didn't we think of that? But anyways, so tune in tomorrow, catch our predictions episode, and we're really excited to journey into WandaVision with you guys. What comes next? So We have reached infinity and beyond. What comes next? What comes next? Soon you'll see. You'll you remember you, you belong, belong to, to me. me. <laughs> I can't say. No, neither can I. <laughs> <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode, okay. leave us a re- uh, five-star review and co- or a comment on whatever podcast platform you are listening to. It really helps. Again, if you enjoy me and Chris's voices, listen to us on Geek by Do Night it. on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. And if you only like my voice, you can listen to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Maybe. And we will be back as true believers rebranding. What? So if you see our... If you see our name change in the feed, it, it's still us. It's, you haven't gotten rid of us. <laughs> and yeah, I uh, I did not plan a sign off. I guess you know we'll see if Peter Parker ends up in jail at some point. Oh, I think I know a good super powered lawyer. Is he blind? Okay. Yes. Is there another one? Is there another one who is tall and green? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully not when she's in court. All right, listeners, join us tomorrow and then forever. Excelsior!